friends in Christ, in our opening prayer, or what's called the Collect, for the liturgy this weekend, we are invited to imitate the Holy Family, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, in practicing the virtues of family life. That's our invitation, to practice the virtues of family life. Now, certainly the virtue of patience is necessary for family life. The virtue of humility, the virtue of benevolence, to have goodwill towards those around us in our families. But I would suggest, based upon the readings this weekend, that above all the other virtues, faith, hope, and charity are the ones that we could focus on in this coming week. They're called the theological virtues. And the reason they're called that is because they put us in direct relationship with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. When we practice those theological virtues, we grow more deeply in our spiritual lives in union with God. And so beginning with faith, the Catechism says that in faith, we believe in God, and believe all that he has said and revealed to us. So we take God at his word. When he makes something known, reveals his will to us, we believe him. And we have an awesome example of what it means to have faith in God in our first reading and second reading this weekend in the person of Abraham. We're told in the letter to the Hebrews, three times, by faith, Abraham acted in a way that was pleasing to God. First and foremost, when he was still an old man, God called him to leave home, everything, to pack up his things and his family and to move to a place where he would receive an inheritance. And Abraham believed in God that what he was to receive was a gift greater than that which he had already received. Do we believe the same thing? Do we believe that God has great things in store for us in the future? That perhaps even our greatest days await us in the years to come? You know, the temptation is to look backward, to say, only if I could go back and live my life over again, or do this or that, or have this experience in the past. No, God calls us to the future where he waits for us and has great things in store for us. Do we believe in those promises of God? To the point, by faith, Abraham believed that he was able to have descendants, even though he was well past the age for that to happen. He believed in God, and he received not only Isaac as a miracle, but all the descendants, as many as the stars in the sky and the sand on the shore of the sea. That awesome promise of God was fulfilled, greater than Abraham ever anticipated. And finally, 
when God tested Abraham to offer up Isaac. By faith, he believed in the promises of God, that God was even to raise the dead, says a letter to the Hebrews. Do we have that same faith in the resurrection, in the promises of God, in all that is in store for us? Faith. Secondly, the virtue of hope. You know, hope is not some strong desire that some way, somehow, things will work out in the end. That's wishful thinking. That's not hope. Hope is the virtue that's rooted not in the future, but in the past. That's the Catholic vision of hope. Because we look at the past and see the fidelity of God, that he's always been faithful, he's always come through. In our own lives and in the lives of those around us, that same God waits for us in the future. He'll be there. He will help us. We will not be left alone. As it says in the letter to the Hebrews, God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He will be faithful. Do not give up hope. The Lord is with you. He will be there for you. He will not leave you alone. And so we find hope in the person of Simeon. Simeon waits in the temple for the coming of the Messiah. He's been promised he would not see death until he had seen the Christ of the Lord. And so it was that finally he scoops up that child in his arms and says, now let your servant go in peace. My own eyes have seen your salvation, a light of revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. He had studied the history of Israel He knew the fidelity of God, so he did not give up hope that God was with him. And either should we. And finally, the virtue of charity or love. The Catechism of the Catholic Church says it means to love God above all things for his own sake and to love our neighbor as ourselves. And it continues and says, charity keeps the commandments of God and of his Christ. Charity keeps the commandments of God and of his Christ. And so, out of love, I follow what God has set down for me to do. That's love. And we see the charity of the Blessed Virgin Mary and St. Joseph in the Gospel this weekend. We're told that after the birth of her child, Mary had to go to the temple for the purification and then the consecration of her firstborn child. Now, if there's anyone on the face of the earth that doesn't need to be purified or consecrated, it's the Blessed Virgin Mary and her son, Jesus the Christ. Yet Mary, out of love, willingly did that. She didn't have to do anything. She wanted to do what the law said. And doing that, she brought Christ into the life of Simeon, who was waiting for him. When we follow the commandments in love, we bring light into the lives of those around us. We bring life into the world that desperately needs it. How are we called 
to follow the commandments of God, to worship every Sunday, to love God and our neighbor? Are we practicing the virtues of family life? We ask in this new year that we would be men and women of faith, believing in all the great things God has in store for us that he has promised. We pray that we might be persons of fervent hope, holding on to the promises of God in the past, knowing that that same God waits for us in the days ahead. And may we be men and women of burning charity, that out of a willingness to love, we might bring light and life into the world we live in.